Hey guys, this is Style and Confidence. I'm your host, Alisa, Editor-in-Chief of StylishCurse.com, and I want to welcome you to the first official episode. So this is our first episode, guys, and I'm super excited. I have been wanting to do a podcast for over a year now, and I'm just so happy that It's finally here. Today is our first episode. And for those of you wondering, what is Style and Confidence Podcast going to be about? Well, I'll let you know. (laughs) So this podcast is all about uplifting women. It's all about building body confidence. And we're going to talk about a variety of topics that deal with body confidence as well as fashion. Now you guys uh, know the blog, stylishcurves.com, where that is more of a shopping style resource. And this podcast, we are going to get into some of the deeper topics when it comes to the body positive movement, when it comes to self-esteem and just overall uh, confidence. And we're going to also talk about different fashion and style, you know, topics ranging from, you know, should you dress to flatter your shape or should you not? Does it matter? Uh, We're also going to utilize this podcast to talk with some industry insiders. We're going to be talking to stylists. We're going to be talking to body positive activists. And I've always wanted to do a podcast like this because it is truly my passion and my mission in life to help women understand that their size and their look does not determine their worth. I feel like we live in a society right now where everyone is being shamed, whether they're being body shamed or there is a lack of diversity where we still aren't seeing you know, enough uh, different nationalities in fashion and, and in beauty. And as I said, you're seeing a lot of body shaming. So we're seeing fat shaming, we're seeing skinny shaming, we're seeing surgery shaming. And I just feel like things are getting out of hand. We've always dealt with these issues. As far as I can remember, even as a teenager, I felt like, you know, these issues were very prominent. But now with social media, it's just everywhere. And I definitely want to utilize this platform and utilize my voice to help any woman out there who's dealing with low self-esteem or low body confidence or who just feels like, you know, clothes aren't for them and, you know, they can't seem to figure out a style or to figure out what works for them. And I definitely just want this podcast to uplift women, period. And my new motto, especially for stylishcurves.com, the blog, our motto right now is your size and your look does not determine your worth. And I definitely just want to make sure that this podcast is helping women to truly understand that. For the first episode, I thought it would be a good idea for me to share my personal journey on developing body confidence as well as developing my personal style. I think the best place for me to start is high school because high school to me and for a lot of people was a pivotal moment in you know, self-discovery and knowing who you are or at least who you that you thought you wanted to be. And it's also that time where what people think or thought about you really affected you. Well, at least for me, I can only speak for myself. But it's but high school for me still was a time where I was very unsure of myself and 
I wouldn't say I had low self-esteem. I was just very insecure. And some of my insecurity came from other people projecting their insecurities upon me. And some of my insecurity just came naturally just being a young 16-year-old girl trying to figure out you know, who I was and again, who or who I wanted to be. So in high school was about the time that I really started putting on a little weight where I definitely developed curves before the rest of (laughs) my peers at that time. So in high school, I probably was about a good 12 and, you know, I could have definitely got into a 14. So I was teeter-tottering between a 12 and a 14. But I I was that girl that had basically the grown woman body. So you had everyone else who was like, you know, petite or very slim. And then I came in like super voluptuous. I had big boobs, a big booty. I never had a flat stomach. But I had like a small waist. So my waistline was smaller, but I did have a pop out. And when I say pop out, I mean, I had like a little small pop belly. <laughs> um, and uh, and let me say this too. So I did not grow up plus size. I actually grew up skinny and I used to get teased for being skinny. But I wanted to start at high school because that to me was the time where I really struggled with body confidence. I'm in high school and I'm a voluptuous girl while, like I said, my peers are pretty much all smaller. So at that time, that was back in the 90s. So that was about like 95, 96. So I felt like it was never cool to be fat. But if you were, you know, curvy or if you you know, were a little chubby, it was fine. Like, I feel like people didn't bother you. However, if you weren't shapely, then you were definitely going to be teased for your weight or your size. Now, in high school, I felt like there weren't a lot of girls who looked like me. Again, I had this grown woman body. So, you know, a lot of the guys were not looking for someone with a grown woman body. They wanted, you know, the small little girls. However, what I did attract was grown men and I never liked that. (laughs) I felt like, sir, you're grown. I am still a teenager. I definitely was not one of those girls who would lie about her age. I'm not, I was never ever a fan of being with older, older guys or older men. So I would constantly get approached in the street like, hey, shorty, come here, shorty, because the way I looked, a lot of men were thinking I'm like 18 and I'm like, no, I'm 16. <laughs> so that is just a little insight into what I was experiencing at that age. So I would definitely feel insecure and I have a best friend who's still my, my bestie to today. So she would always just tell me like, Alisa, what is wrong with you? You're banging. Your body is banging. You don't see all these guys looking at you. And I'm like, yeah, these are grown men. I I would like someone my age (laughs) looking at me. However, she used to always tell me positive things and she used to always make me feel a lot better. And so, you know, did some of my family members and other friends that I had. But what I really struggled with was finding people that I could identify with size-wise. 
place. And even though I had my, my mom and my aunts who I could identify with and who were very stylish, you know, plus size women, I still just felt like I wanted other women or to see other women who looked like me and who carried themselves, you know, with pride. And to be super honest with you guys, the the type of woman that made me find confidence or made me or made my confidence really strong outside of my mom and my aunts were video girls. Yes, video, video, yes, video girls. From the late 90s going into the early 2000s, to me, that was the video girl boom. We've always had video girls in hip hop videos and R&B videos, but for some reason, there was a different type of video girl. And that video girl was curvy. She was voluptuous. She had a big booty. She had big breasts. She had wide hips. And these girls were just so confident. And I can tell you still to this day, one of my favorite, and I would say, <laughs> um, body confidence heroes <laughs> in my head is Trina, the rapper Trina. When Trina came out, and not that Trina was ever a big girl or anything like that, but she definitely was a voluptuous girl. And when she came out and I saw her, and I saw her, I was like, oh my gosh. And when I saw those type of women, even though I know they got a lot of slack and, and negativity because they were over-sexualized, but for me as a teenage girl, it made me feel a lot more confident because I'm looking at girls that were just probably a few years older than me, but these girls were carrying themselves you know, with, with such confidence. And I was like, I need to have that type of confidence when I walk down the street. And honestly, that was like the change that I needed to see to help me feel a little more confident. And I know some people might find that weird or say, really, video girls? Really, girl? <laughs> but it's it's the honest truth. Um, when Trina came out with the song, pull over that butt too big, pull over that booty too <laughs> that song, I would be in my living room just popping and locking and just really jamming to it because, again, it just made me feel confident. Uh, and and really the confidence just came from seeing women, seeing these young women who were similar to my body type or, you know, who weren't stick thin, who weren't, at that time in the 90s, there was this term called heroin chic <laughs> made popular by Kate Moss. But at that time in the in the early to mid 90s, that was the look. If you were not skinny, you were not it. And so to have these video girls come out and change that narrative, that really helped a young girl like me. And I'm quite sure for some girls, it might have helped them out, but in a negative way, again, being over-sexualized. But for me, it, it helped me just enough. And then also having uh, family members that were very encouraging to me, you know, my mom, my aunts, those 
were the type of women who showed me how to be classy, so who showed me how to, you know, carry myself, you know, with pride and also to how to dress myself where things were flattering on me. And having that combination of, you know, the, the video girls and then having, you know, my mom and my aunts, as far as people go, they really helped me to develop my body confidence. In addition to the video girls and my mom and my aunts, another way I built my body confidence was learning what worked best for my body type. And I know people hate the word flattering, but once I found out what flattered my shape, I'm telling you, my head got so big. <laughs> uh, finding out like the right type of dresses that work for me, the, the right type of pants, jackets, everything. Once I figured out what accentuated everything that I liked about my body, you couldn't tell me anything. And it also turned me into a, a bit of a shopaholic. <laughs> I definitely needed Shopaholics Anonymous <laughs> at one point. But finding, you know, again, what worked for my body type really helped to build my confidence. And I like to say this all the time to people. I really feel like clothes are magical. Clothes have such a magical way of making you feel your best. When you put on something that makes you look good and that makes you feel good, you stand up taller, straighter, your shoulders back. You turn the streets into your own personal runway. The way I learned to dress for my body type was through magazines. I used to buy as many magazines, as many fashion magazines as I could find. And I would literally read the pages from front to back. And once I did that, that opened up my eyes. And then another thing I used to do, and this is a huge thank you to uh, my aunt, uh, she, on the weekends, we used to get up early in the morning and we used to go out shopping together. And even if we didn't buy anything, we would go into stores, we would try on things. And I remember one time we went into a store and I, I, I was uncomfortable going into the store because I didn't think I could fit anything in the store. And she said to me, she was like, no. She, she just was like, no, you go in the store and you go try things on. She was the one who broke down to me, you know, sizing and how things could be, you know, a, a size, a different size, but things could be cut smaller. Things could be cut larger and you never know what you can fit unless you try on. Her biggest thing was always try on the clothes. You never know. And to this day, I, I do that all the time. And even when I started stylish curves. I think my first couple of couple of posts were about that going in stores and trying things on even if they don't have your size or you think you can't fit anything. You never know what might work. And so we used to be at these stores literally when they opened. We would be at the front gate or the front door at 9:01 or 10:01 whatever time they open and we would be you know, standing outside saying, okay, you are supposed to be open. Why are you not open? <laughs> and I, we would spend hours just trying on stuff, figuring out outfits and things like that. And, and we used to have so much fun doing that. And by her doing that with me, that 
honestly helped my self-esteem, that helped my body confidence. And it took away the fear and the frustration of something not fitting or not working because, you know, as we all know, there are different designers, different brands. They're all cut differently. But at that time, I didn't see it that way. So she definitely broke it down for me. And this just takes me back to what I just mentioned a few moments ago. Again, is how magical clothes are. And I know that people can see that in a negative way. Like, who wants to try on something that doesn't fit? It's, you know, that's going to happen even if you buy something in your size. If, if, something, if something is cut in a in a smaller way then it's not going to fit you so for me again trying on something or finding clothes that when you put it on it's just like your whole mood changes your whole aura changes that for me is an instant mood booster it there's nothing like putting on something that makes you feel good about yourself or when you look in that mirror you feel like i look great so i think it is important to definitely buy clothes that flatter you and it's it's equally as important to try on different styles that you think might not flatter you you will be surprised what will work for you and another reason that i believe clothes are magical is let's say you went into a store and before you tried on the magical piece of clothing that's waiting for you you could have just been telling someone like man i need to lose 10 pounds or i need to lose however much weight and you go into that store and you try on something and you put it on and it looks good and it makes you feel good you are in the mirror like, oh my gosh, I look amazing. Like, let me get two of these. Let me get three of these in different colors. You know what you're no longer thinking about? You're no longer thinking about losing weight. You're no longer thinking about, okay, I need to drop this 10 pounds. You are just in the moment feeling great. And that to me is the beautiful thing and the magical thing about clothing. And one of the most important things that I do every day is making sure that when I wake up, I'm spending time with myself. I'm looking in the mirror. I'm telling myself, you are beautiful. You're smart. You're attractive. You are worthy. And when you speak those kind of powerful and positive words, it really changes your mood. It really helps to make your day a thousand times better than if you didn't say these things to yourself. Another thing I do is take time out to sit with my thoughts and how I really feel about myself because one of the things I did notice when I was a teenager and even into my young adulthood I did notice that a lot of the times I was truly okay with myself. I was okay with how I looked. I was fine with my size. And I found that it was other people who were uncomfortable with how I looked, which sounds just crazy and weird in itself. But I found that other people were projecting how I should look or what size I should be. They were projecting their thoughts on me. Now, when it comes to personal style, I can share with you really quickly, you know, on how I developed that. And I think that when it comes to personal style, it is something that you will always be developing. It is something that will change every now and again. You might start out one way and end up another way. And I just always feel 
that personal style, again, is just something that is forever changing. And even when you look at celebrities, you see that. When you look at celebrities like Ariana, you know, she started out with a very, you know, fun teeny bopper look. And then she transitioned into something that was super edgy and sexy. And then she turned into a little tomboy with her style. And then she went super high fashion. And then it was like a mix of tomboy and high fashion. So, you know, personal style can always change. And you might love something for a couple of years. You might love a certain look. And then, you know, the next year you might hate that look and you go with something completely different. And I find that that is definitely the case with me. And the funny thing is, is my first year to probably my second year in high school, I dressed like a tomboy. Then it changed over to a more girly feminine look for me because I started wearing more dresses, skirts, and shoes. Your style just constantly changes. But the way that I developed my personal style was, again, through magazines. So I would buy a lot of magazines, and what I would do is I would cut out the different outfits from the editorials I would cut those out and I would get a book and I would glue the pictures into a book or tape them into a book and create my own little lookbook so whenever I went shopping for things I would have the lookbook with me so I could recreate the looks and from there that's kind of how I really built my personal style and then I started reading you know fashion books uh, like the how-to books and those were helpful as well as far as you know figuring out how to put looks together and you know what you know type of styles are classics or wardrobe staples and those type of books were definitely beneficial to me in creating a wardrobe that I could wear year after year after year. So that is truly like what inspired me to start learning how to build that type of wardrobe not to just have pieces. So there are a number of ways to help you develop your personal style. But the number one thing I would say is to first learn what works best for your body type. When it comes to fashion and style, I think it's just always important for you to wear things that you are comfortable in. Point blank period. It is never cute <laughs> to wear things that you're not comfortable in. And I, like I said, I know there's always this debate about flattering pieces. And this is a topic we are definitely going to cover more in depth <laughs> in a later episode. But it's just so important to wear things that you're comfortable in. It is definitely going to boost your self-esteem. It's going to make your mood better when you wear things that you are comfortable in and that you feel like look good on you. So I hope you guys enjoyed the first episode of Style and Confidence. I will be posting new episodes up every Monday. If you guys have any questions or you just want to send some feedback, I would love for you to do that. You guys can email me at stylishcurves at gmail.com and I can answer your questions here on the podcast or I can, you know, respond to you back via email. I am looking forward to chatting more, to discussing more, and to getting into the nitty gritty <laughs> of, you know, style and, and body.
body confidence and I'm just super excited. So thank you guys so much for checking out this podcast. I truly appreciate you all for listening and I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye.